0: Good morning, sunshine. Good morning. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're feeling full and alive. I hope that goodness is all around you, that your heart is full of life and love and goodness and abundance, and that your focus is on love, goodness, and abundance, because that is the reality. That is the reality of your life. That is the reality of my life. So let's begin, let's take a deep breath in through our nose, out through our mouth, in through our nose. And release through our mouth. Breathe in the goodness of God through our nose. Hold it and release the junk and the stress. One more time, breathe in the goodness and the love, the worth. Hold it and release. It's always so good, it's always so good. And please do this all the time. You know, you're driving in traffic and you're just feeling just tension just come over you for no reason. Just breathe it in. Breathe in through your nose. Hold it at the top and release. If you have to do that like several times, do it. I do it <laughs> and it, throughout my day. Whenever I'm feeling a little stress coming in, I do it. It feels so good and it's so helpful, so very helpful, especially when those negative thoughts or those that doubt comes in. Because we all deal with doubt. Every single person on this earth has doubt. It's so true. Even in the Bible, you know, when the disciples, when the uh, apostles or the, you know, the people that walked with Jesus, they were like, increase our faith. They were like, help with my unbelief. You know, they always had doubt. And this is something that they were in awe because Jesus walked in such faith in such power. And I believe that every single person in this entire world has a power to do that. Yes. Now, how do we help our unbelief? How do we help our, fa- our doubt, you know, and, and it's not let's not even say it are, you know, but yes, it is ours. I mean, it's in us, right? So the the doubt that comes in, the unbelief um, that comes in, or maybe it's there and it just tries to like mess with us. And, and that's, you know, however you want to see it. I haven't really analyzed it. Is it something that comes from outward into or or what, you know? And I mean, if we think about it, you know, we are energetic beings and we live in an energetic world and we live in an energetic universe. Everything is energy and and we are all all of that you know it's all if you think about it it literally is all one so what happens you know when we have these doubts and it can come in all kinds of ways it can just come because it just comes you know we're just like driving along right and all of a sudden you get a thought and a thought could be of doubt or you're going through your social media and you see someone that you follow and they're like sharing something positive or, you know, an abundance that they came to or whatever. And you might have doubt and start thinking like, well, what's wrong with me kind of thing, right? Um, it, it doesn't matter what it is that that it, it may be, you know, even in your body, you're, you're feeling sick or something. And now you're having doubt, you know, about something or your, um, you know, your business, uh, has gone down a little bit this month and you're having doubt, whatever that is, we always have to deal with doubt. Now I feel that the worst case, the, not the worst case, but the, not the good thing. The good thing is to this. Let me, yeah, let me talk about the good thing first, because that's what's most important because we live literally in goodness. And that is what I come always to share is that we live in the goodness of God in the land of the living. Is there doubt and unbelief in the goodness? Can it, you know, it's like good and bad. Are they, no, they're, they're like, they can't, they can't go together and and do they track? T- I mean, we always say like opposites attract. Well, maybe I don't know, but I know that like and like go together, right? Um <laughs> you know, so those are little thoughts that you could like go on and take and meditate on for yourself, but f- for today I want to share and I want to talk about how doubt gets in there. And It's just, it's this thing, right? It's this thing that wants to bring us down. It's this thing that feels crappy. It's this thing that just steals our faith and our joy. And it's that doubt. It's an ugly thing. Now, one of the things that we can do, well, there's several things we can do, but definitely is the focus of the goodness of God. Now, when I was reading um the other day about the prodigal son. And in the in the story of the prodigal son, he was talking about how these two sons, you know, they lived in the same house and they you know, pretty much, were the they were they were loved by their father, and they all had they both had um, large amounts of investments, I guess, or or the, you know the whatever it was called. They had their own their money, you know, that their father, their trust funds, or whatever you want to call it. And one of the sons comes and says to the dad, the father, you know, he says to his dad, he says, hey. I want to go and I want to leave and I want my money. And he was just bowled up, straight up. He says, I want my money. And what does his father do? Does his father say, nope, this is not, it's not time, blah, 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 blah. Nope, nope, nope. What does he do? He gives it to the son, right? And when he gives it to the son, he, <clears throat> the son that takes the money, goes off and he, spends it on just whatever he wants. Like, just like prostitutes, you know, living the life, whatever that life is for that guy. He was living whatever that life he thought was whatever, right? He was spending it in a not, not a good way. He was spending it in ways that just not healthy, right? There's good ways to spend money and there's unhealthy ways, you know, healthy and unhealthy ways to spend money. And um, in this case, the, fa- the, the son was spending money just everywhere, you know, frivolously. And, um, so, and also this one was the younger son. So I want you to keep that in mind because sometimes we can do things that are like, uh, you know, it's important to know that. So as I'm telling you the story, and and if you've read the story, you know what I'm talking about. So, um, anyway, the son, the younger son, Realized he's like you know gosh like I've pretty much spent all my money and now I'm like I I know what I had in my father's house I know what I I mean I could just tell my the servants to do this and that and and I had all the money and all the food and everything I wanted and now it's like it's all gone and I'm just like I'm now down to like being a beggar eating out of the pigs uh trough and you know all of that and the He's like, I'm just going to go back and apologize. I'm going to go back and just beg my father to just like even make me as a servant. So when the father uh, has, the, here's the thing with the father. The father has always loved his son. He never thought ill of him. He never thought anything horrible other than love. And to the point where he's always out looking like, looking and when is he going to return when is he coming back I miss him I miss him and it's not that it's said in the in here but I'm sure that's how the father felt this father so as the father was looking out and he saw him coming and he saw him coming from a distance. And he's like, Oh, prepare the fatted calf and get my robe and ring. And so as soon as the son comes, he starts to kind of like beg and say, dad, you know, I'm so sorry. La, 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 la. And then the son said, the father's like, you know, bring out all of this stuff for him and bring him in. We're going to have a feast. Well, the older son, the older brother was like, what the heck is happening? Okay, like, I have never had this done for me. Never. Like, who does he think he is? Like, okay, like, I am the older son. I am like the righteous one. I am like the, you know, I do everything good. I've been here all this time. I've never done anything crazy. La 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 Now, but the father says what he says come on in come on come on son to the older one come on let's celebrate your brother you, you know let's celebrate his his return let's celebrate with this fattened calf that's, and all this this good stuff and and the brother is super jealous he's like so jealous that he's just like seething with just uh, like how dare he you know and his vibe is low <laughs> That's how I see it. His vibe is low. He's not thinking positive. He's just like looking at his brother like, no. Okay. So the father basically says, listen, you have always... Had all of this already. You've had the right to everything. You could have asked, you could have done, you could have. So it's like he didn't really know his dad's heart. Like he didn't know that he could just command or, or ask or anything of this and that he already had it. And so that's the thing that I'm like, you know, when I think about when doubt comes in or when we look at somebody's other life, somebody's life, like, and we maybe have a little bit of jealousy and we're comparing and we're saying, how come? The thing is, we already have it. That's the beauty of this whole story is Jesus is saying, we already have it. There is no favorites. We can ask and we will receive because the thing is, we already have it. We are co-creators. And that is how I stir myself up in my doubts and my unbeliefs. And it takes work. I'm telling you, it takes work because sometimes that belief of doubt or that belief of, of of lack or that belief of whatever it is that you might be dealing with from the old days, you know, I always say like, what have we programmed into our subconscious mind all of these years of uh, doubt and unbelief that that's something that we have to work on and we have to increase our faith and we have to understand that, well, when I said increase our faith, the one thing we need to know is that our faith is already where it, it's, it's just, it is, okay. We can work on it, but it's, it's like, we have to, it's kind of like digging in there and trying to find it. And once we have it, it's like, okay, how do we do this? Now, the other thing is like, I'm such a, uh, you know, uh, how do I say it? I, 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 totally, I'm a cheerleader for like, positive affirmations and also you know just saying them even if you don't even believe it just continually saying them continually saying them and if you feel like sometimes you can stir up that a little bit of feeling in that like feel that that you're saying feel that affirmation then that helps that really does help because i our faith and our feelings are connected and i feel like when we have that feeling and we feel it totally like feel like that we can just taste it kind of thing that is where we're co-creating that is where it gets into our mind and into our subconscious mind so when things that are negative maybe in our reality when I, when I say reality because I always say our good our reality is really goodness it's just we haven't really seen it sometimes when the quote unquote negative things are around us so if something is not looking good and doubt wants to come in the the stronger our faith is through our subconscious mind because we've been doing these affirmations over and over and over and over and over, and over every single day then we're quickly going to get out of that negative mind and into that positive faith-filled mind. And we're going to be like, whoa, yeah, this is not right. No, I'm I'm excited. So, and it happened, it can happen in anything, right? So, you know, in my personal life, I mean, sometimes, you know, with our finances, sometimes it can go, I mean, yeah, you know why our finances are awesome, but sometimes it can go and it, they are awesome but sometimes it can it can seem like it's not going to work out a certain way and so then the one thing that we that I do to fight my faith and doubt is like I always say I'm like it's okay because whatever has to go away you know um it's, it's a seasonal thing so if something has to go away because this new thing is coming into play you know, um, and we have to make room for that. And so we can look at whatever that loss is or that lack or whatever, look at it like, oh, this thing has to, to come in now. I have to make room for it. So, you know, look at it like a a garden, you know, with the seasonal vegetables or seasonal flowers. Let's look at a flower. You know, there's certain flowers that have to, that bloom at certain times. And, there's this, this, the flower that will wither away and then there's a new one that's coming up to take its place. So, and I'm not, listen guys, I am not a gardener like in that way. So I just like think about just, you know, sowing and reaping. And the beauty of that is that what? Everything on this earth, if you think about it, sows and reaps, right? And the beautiful thing is that what are we sowing into our mind? Are we sowing doubt and unbelief? Or are we sowing, you know, ever-increasing faith? And when we imagine, so the most powerful thing that we've ever been given from, from the beginning of time, beginning of our birth, has been our imagination. The subconscious mind is seven years old. Think about it. What do little kids love to do? They love to imagine. They love to use their imagination. So if you think about it like this, let's play around with our imagination. Let's not be afraid to 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 dream and to ask and to envision. The the other day I was envisioning like me sitting in this like beautiful like Bora Bora, I think, island. I looked it up or something and I was envisioning me with a drink in my hand and Sidani by his side and he's you know we're talking and we're about to go into the beautiful blue water and i'm like yeah i was having fun envisioning that reality and i call it a reality because i know it's going to come to pass one day i know i'm going to go there i don't know when and how is it going to happen well i don't i don't need to even worry about all the details other than i can be detailed in my imagination be detailed like I said I was holding a drink in my hand and I think I was wearing a white dress I don't even know or bathing suit I have no idea and the water was blue and the place I was at like those were details right I think we can be even more detailed and that's something fun and exciting that we could do and we can work on and that is I think and I believe how we grow our faith um I'm going to come touch on this next time. I hope I remember uh, to, to share this with you, but there's something that I want to add to that, that basically that I read uh, today um, in the Bible um, about that, about details and faith. Um, anyway, so I feel that, right, that the power, the most powerful tool that we have been given is our inv- imagination and our vision being visionaries. And that is where life starts to like, you know, take place. That's where our life starts to like actually become. Now the key is, is to take that right and to be actually make that happen. And now I'm going to go because um, it's getting late and I will come back next week I think this is um, you know, working. I I I had a nice break. I know I've been coming on here like almost every day. Well, not every every day. At first it was every day when I first started the podcast, but every other day. And uh and it's been good. I had my daughter's baby shower the other day and I was able to plan all of that. And it was just so neat to do and, and exciting. And that is totally part of my manifestation stuff that I would have never thought that I could have done because I had such a black mind that there's no way I would have even thought that I could do that. And, and what I mean by that is like, I didn't even think like, well, first like the having the money to do it. And then second, to be able to like actually do it, because I never saw myself as somebody that could put something together like that without getting stressed and overwhelmed, but anyway, it was it was nice, so yeah, the countdown for the grandbaby is um, is on I mean she's getting closer, so it's going to be mid March when the baby is supposed to be born, and I'm excited we're all excited here at the house. okay, we will talk again next week and good morning sunshine.